0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale.
1: Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian. Episode 2, Backstreet Brawling. Last time, on Dungeons & Junkies Presents Tales of Meridian We were introduced to the characters as they went about their normal days But, as they all seem to converge in the same location ready to see what the chaos is How will they do? Let's find out So, as the camera pans out from where we were and heads back to the Flirtin' Island Inn. Um, Azrael and Anya, roll me for initiative, please. Me? Okay.
2: 19. <laughs> it explained
1: this in the message. 19. Okay. Well, was not really... I did listen to the voice thing if I sent you over? Well, did you?
3: Yes, Matt. Matt just wasn't ready at all. Oh, good luck. It's, gonna uh, it's a be short. Um, it's dirty 22. twenty-two. Jesus Christ! Okay, so
1: you're there. You're there. Okay, so. Um, Anya, as you're, um, at the bar waiting for, um, Pierre to sort out your money for the, um, performance for today, and as we are, you're just about to head out, is you hear from outside a woman's scream. Anya, you're up first. What do you want to do?
3: I'm going to run out. I'm going to hear the scream. Is it one I recognise? No. I'm going to run out. I'm going to, uh... I'm going to run, is he at the bathroom or
1: not? Mm, uh, yeah, room? he's at the bar. There, he gets a little caught off guard as he looks up from what he was doing. Uh, uh, I'm going
3: to say, I'll check it, I'll see what it is, and I'll, and I'll run to the door and look out.
1: Okay. As you open the door from the entranceway, I will put a map in the chat. Lovely, Alec. thank you. okay okay so as you come outside into the um back alleyway you see these four creatures they're um three three of them are about three foot two they're um hunched over creatures that that are like obsidian black with sharp red eyes and little horns coming off the top of them is they look at you and they will let out a hiss next to them is a taller one about seven feet tall as it starts to hunch over coming over to about six ish feet is it looks like it's ready to attack it's the same sort of look as the others but just a lot taller
3: okay so on the map which do i come out of, alex here
1: uh you are coming out of the le- the left hand side with the green roof the um closest one is about the closest one is by the um steps where you can see a trail of blood going into one of the back alleys is this one standing by the steps opposite to you its teeth were just covered in blood as oh, it drips from its jaw He's about thirty foot from you. The others are about forty footers. There down the alleyway. Okay. Um.
3: So, three foot tall creature covered with teeth, with blood from its teeth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like obsidian black skin is like this weird, like shadowy mist is falling off of these and landing on the floor, like you'd see when you pour in a material into water that's heavier than the water, because it just like, sinks through it like a heavy cloud. Okay.
3: Have I just seen anything like this before?
1: No, you have not. Okay. I cast Sleep. Cast Sleep. Okay. Roll, roll, if that's five, pick a target, 5d8
3: i correct. Hit points. Yeah, I've got to beat their hit points.
2: Yeah.
3: Because 20 I'll feet. I'll to see I've got to move 10 feet towards them. Okay. That is fine. Okay, so... Anyway. 5d8. They're the 8th in the world.
1: Assuming this is aimed at the closest one to you. The one with yeah. the bloody yeah.
3: jaw. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: i have had all my d but I actually wasn't expecting to need sleep. He said. Oh we need more sleep. Okay. we all got me DA out as well? The ejecta's coming out now as well. Okay, so. five D8, we've got six, twelve, eighteen. Into
1: uh, you see it. You see it start to wobble. As it looks sleepy for a second, and it just manages to keep itself up. As it looks at you, it is just under. I'm afraid, Matt. Just. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, in
3: that case, then I am gonna. I'm gonna like sort of back up to the door, so sort of, like it yeah, ain't getting into the tavern. Okay, so
1: that's it for you. that's all for your turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> asriel what are you up to? In the shock of the moment you hear this scream as the um woman who was at the bar about ten feet away from you charges through the door.
2: I said last time, the first thing I'm going to do is look out the window.
1: As you look out the window, you as well see these, like, short, shadowy-looking creatures. Red eyes and small horns coming off the side. And a taller one nearly doubling the height of the others.
2: Have I seen anything like this before?
1: You have not as well. It's it's odd. It it doesn't look It doesn't look natural at all
2: okay um i'm gonna go to the door stay in the doorway and cast chromatic orb on the nearest one
1: okay so the nearest one would be the one that with the bloody jaw that he he, (laughs) sorry used to read that um the woman just to the left of you tried to put to sleep so okay. Rolled a hit.
2: So 16.
1: 16 hits?
2: Okay. Just like that. Using my new EGX dice, and they are so bloody hard to read, as pretty as they are.
1: Yeah, mine are exactly the same.
2: They're so sparkly and nice, but. Splat oh, numbers, that's what makes eight. them so hard.
1: 14, and I'm going to go for lightning damage. 14. Okay, nice. As you, um, are you? You see this um, genasi a couple inches shorter than you step out the door, is they hold out their hand in a like orb of lightning just shoots off, slamming into the chest of the one that you tried to put asleep. As it like flinches back, jumping ten feet in the air in the shock as it looks over you and just roars at you.
2: Jesus, that'll do it! Nice! Thank you. Just Tiny thumbs up from somewhere underneath your armpit. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got.
1: Uh, right, so it's school number one's turn. Um, which is the one you hit. As... As that happens... He is going to start to make his way across. It's just a bit short for him, very far, so yeah. He gets within five feet, but that's all he can do. Goal number two. Hmm. Let's see if he actually notices this stuff. He's the furthest away. He hasn't seemed to notice all this action yet. The mon- the monstrous one does is it lets out quite a high-pitched squeal, and is going to... Hmm. Anya, make me a constitution saving throw, please. Do I have to? Yes, you do. Six. Six, that is... that's obviously a fail. So, you take... let's see... You take nine points of necrotic damage as you feel this like shadowy aura like try to crush you where you stand. It's his turn, and um, lastly it is the little one's turn, last little one. Um, he's gonna do a, do the same thing to you, aren't you, seeing that his the biggest one did, did it, he's gonna copy. So roll me another concept, please. This is a lesser DC because so it's a lesser creature. So you twenty this one. That is a so that is half
4: damage.
1: Or you take four necrotic damage the second time round. That is that turn. Um Asmodeus. Um at this point, you would be reaching the area. So, as we enter the next round, roll initiative, please. So,
3: to, to be quite quite clear, uh, DM, it roared at us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was more like a high pitched roar, though. It was more like a.
3: Mhm.
1: That, that's what, what they all really sound like, to be fair.
3: Okay. That's, uh, okay. It was it was it was a, a high pitched noise.
1: Okay. Seventeen. 17 so you're just after those two okay um Anya, you're back in the seat. what do you want to do okay so i can see uh,
3: so there's one right in front and there's two that was feeling at me the two that's fuming on me i'm gonna cast silence
1: silence okay and what does silence do for the tape
3: I think this is about the first time we've used silence um, for a while so For the duration, no sound could be created within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere sent on a point I choose within range Any creature or object within the sphere um, is deafened by an entirely inside it Um, Anything requiring a verbal component is impossible there
1: Uh, so how did this happen? You've got the one up by the stage. You've got one. That's a. What's it? What's your radius? Like your point within distance?
3: Uh, the point I'm going to choose um, is right in the middle of those two at the moment.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, because I was going to say, the um, what? How big's the radius sphere?
3: Twenty. It's twenty. It's twenty feet. Yeah. Okay, so
1: you could get the big one and the little one next to it together, the one to that attack you. The other two are just out of range. Mm. Okay, that's fine, so they But those sounds go
3: through it either, so they're behind it, they can't fire the same thing through it either. They are
1: silenced. Hmm.
3: And okay. then I okay. will that that's then my go in terms of actions, I will hold my reaction as opportunity to attack may may occur.
1: Okay. Uh, asriel, it's your turn.
2: So if no sound passes through it, do spells actually still work for it?
1: Uh, as long as you're not in it, then yes. Um what
2: do I actually have?
1: The one that you attacked originally and the one all the way at the end of the alley aren't in the sphere, but the um, seven foot tall one in the little one that both attacked Daniel with that like necrotic shroud, shroud there in the sphere.
2: can that. Yeah, don't fix what isn't broken. We'll use chromatic orb again. Which one? Um, whichever one's nearest nine.
1: Okay, so the one that you took previously.
2: Mhm. Okay, roll to hit. Twenty-three. 20 lightning damage this time
1: uh, How does he die?
2: The lightning bursts from the orb and it hits this cool creature and it just goes all over the floor It goes splat
1: As he like splats down onto the ground just shaking a bit from the lightning you just hear like a noise as he turns to dust
2: Oh, that's not horrifying at all
1: he is out of the initiative.
3: Is
1: Asmodeus, my... as you.
3: Hmm? Oh, I knew what he was going to say. Remind me to stay on your good side, my lady. Nasty, uh,
2: looks up at you and then looks back at the battle. Sorry. Fine. Uh, first
0: of all, a few things. One, where is Amadeus coming from?
1: Yeah, I was just about to get into that. Um, Asmodeus, as. Um, you come th- as you come through the alleyway where you can see the house of the blue roof to your left um you come through that alleyway and just see this um like all black creature as it r- rolls in like the direction just left of you before this orb hits it and it turns to dust you look over to your right and about 40 foot down you see a little another one of these little shadow creatures and another one about seven foot In about 20 foot behind that, you see just one more creature just aimlessly staring down the other alleyway.
0: Did I see where this uh, orb that hit uh, this creature came from?
1: Uh, Yes, as you look to your right at the um, tavern entrance, you see two people standing there. You see a... um, Air Genasi who's just like lifting their hand down and um, a human woman a couple inches taller standing next to the Ganassi.
0: Alright, so next thing and this this is on uh, up to the DM so how far am I from the closest creature then?
1: Uh, the closest are the seven foot tall one in another little three foot one next to them They're about 40-foot from you. And they are basically dead center in this courtyard.
0: Uh, well, with that, first of all, I can tell you no matter what, I'm going to use my bonus action to use steady aim, give myself advantage on my next attack roll. And then I, since I have advantage on this, I know it's not technically, it's quasi a finesse weapon in my hands, but I would like to fire my pistol at the seven foot tall one. And I would like to know if I can, if I hit, if I can count this as a sneak attack, as I have not made myself aware or presence known at all. And also their uh, focus is clearly not on me. And I do have advantage on this roll.
1: Yeah. Between the fact that it's silent where they are, you've just come out of the dark alleyway, Is it is starting to creep onto nighttime and you've given yourself advantage, I am happy to give you a sneak attack on that.
0: All right, well, I did all this talking and now let's see if my dice can do some walking because I have to hit first for anything to happen. Oh, well, that is two 17s on the die, so that is a 22 to hit. Nice. nice. Alright, so then that is one d10 for my pistol and three d6 for my sneak attack.
1: That will be two d6 for so level three.
0: Oh yes, you're right. Sorry. I misread my own sheet. Alright, uh, so that is That's 20 damage. As Amadeus from the dark corner is uh, green, like dark velvet, dark olive green suit arm kind of shoots forward as a small Derringer pistol that was loaded on a spring comes out from into his hand and he pops a shot at the taller seven foot tall creature.
1: The um, two of you hear the gunfire as you look over to your left and see... A, um, Earth earth Ganassi stepping out of the alleyway and taking a shot as it connects directly into the bigger one's chest. It looks like it lets out a howl, but the silence completely cuts it out.
0: It looked as if you two could use some assistance. And then I would like to use my cunning action to use my dash to actually make my way then completely across the alley so that I can take up the other corner.
1: Mm, right goal number two he is gonna make his way out of the shadows out of the silence he is going to use his action to take on his dust form as you as he looks up after coming out of the um shadows he lets out a hiss as he just like turns to goo and sinks into the um concrete that's his action the second the large one is going to also step out of the uh, step out of the silence. Hmm. He's going to take. He's going to attack the one who shot him. So, um, Asmodeus, make me a um, Constitution saving throw, please.
0: That's actually a nineteen.
1: It's a success. So that is that was good. That was a good roll on mine as well. Uh, you take. Let's see. you take 8 points of necrotic damage as you just feel this coldness around you and try to like crush you from the inside but you just manage to shake it off before it can do too much harm last one is going to you come up 30 foot and it's you're all just quite out of reach for it so as we go into the next round um Nathaniel, roll the initiative, please. Fourteen. Okay. So you'll go in there. Um, As we come back into initiative, um, from the opposite end of the alleyway, so from the south side of the map, you see... um, Two people running in. You see this, compared to the rest of you, like, quite tall Aasimar running in. And next to him, a, um, human man. Uh, but it's not quite their turn yet. So, Anya, what do you want to do?
3: Okay, recap. Who's who's dead? Who's alive? Who's a part of ghosts?
1: Uh the the tallest one's about thirty foot from you. Okay. Right. The um the closest one to you that's twenty foot is just turned to goo and is like filling the cracks in the concrete. And right, right. the last one's about a solid fifty foot away from you. Oh no, sorry, you moved forward, so about thirty foot from you. Okay. Hmm, okay
3: don't have a lot of uh is is that is the one close to me still or not anymore
1: uh the one one of the closest one to you originally was taken out by um the air um sorry Ganassi. yeah the earth genasi's um there's two there's two ganassies i gotta get used to that yeah. uh it was taken out by the air Genassies, um chromatic Horn. so now down to your like right hand side you thirty foot from you you can see the taller one In there's just like a puddle of black goo 20 feet away from you
3: okay i'm not putting i'm not putting my foot in the black goo um oh yeah i learned from that yeah thanks for that implemented a black goon now in two campaigns, thanks for that. Um see I'm I'm very aware that if I if I take damage like I took a minute ago with uh I'm not gonna be around for long. Um so I'm going to uh I'm going to throw my dagger at the big one, try and aim for his head. Okay, roll to hit. Um,
1: right, this, this is a, a mass, this is a throwing thing, isn't it? So. Yeah, so dexterity plus your proficiency bonus is you are proficient with daggers.
3: Okie dokie, well I'm glad you said that. That is sixteen, plus four. That
1: hits, so roll damage, please.
3: Okay, so... My damage, for my dagger... Um, that is is a four, so that's six
1: points of slashing damage. Yeah, as you, um, you think of what you can do as you um put your instrument away and just pull out a dagger is you just throw it as hard as you can and it's surprisingly it's a it's a surprisingly clean throw is it just sticks into the edge of his head it's like a shadowy vapor it just starts to come out from where there should be blood
3: nice so yeah i just swung me loop back round and, and and on the way around just like in one motion through my dagger
1: anything else for this turn. Okay, Adriel, you're up.
2: Can I see the person next to me basically starting to bleed out? Well,
1: oh yeah, you, like- you could. They, you can see. You can definitely like they're not bleeding, but you can see some quite heavy dark bruises on their arms that uh, weren't there like a, a minute ago.
2: I'm just gonna give her like the tiniest poke in the elbow and cast kill wounds. Nice. Let's see. How much health do you regain? It's only ten health, but he's something. Wait, wrong voice. That's it. That's that's all I've got.
3: The health for me was it?
2: Yes.
1: Aww. So as you do that. Nathaniel, as you and Edmund come running in from the left hand side, the trailer blood leads you into this like clusterfuck of combat as you see these little shadowy creatures, followed by this massive one standing a good seven feet tall. Is they allow all these hisses. The one that's closest to you turns round, who's about thirty foot away. He's like Edmund as he spots you and there's just like the red glow in his eyes gets brighter what do you want to do
4: um how far is the big one from the southern point i've entered
1: uh the big one the big one is a good i don't know put keeps loading me back onto the hunting. It's like do you want to know about kanye west he's like no i don't give a shit about kanye west that's 30 foot so you're about you're about 45 feet away from him
4: okay that's in range for the crossbow so i'm going to i'm gonna fire my crossbow and if i hit i'm gonna use in strike on the big one
2: nice okay
4: which will he needs to make a strength saving throw or be restrained by magical vines for the next minute. Oh, that Crossbow... Crossbow. Crossbow. It was the world's shittest roll. And by that I mean physically, not like mathematically. There we go, actual roll. That is 15 in total. This
1: machine is his AC
4: i here, fuck. So, he needs to do a strength save.
1: It's 12 all in.
4: He sees a 13, I'm afraid. So, so takes, what happens? So, he'll take nine piercing as sprinting out of the alley, this six-foot-four Azamar just pulls off a crossbow from his belt, fires off a bolt that hits this thing where its eye would be, if it had any. I don't trust the red-eye things, they don't seem like actual eyes. They're not squidgy. And then sprouting from those, from that bolt, is a series of, like, dark thorns that just kind of cascade down its whole body. And it's kind of just pinned in a weird net of... A weird net of spiky, spiky thorns. And we'll take... nice a d6 piercing damage at the start of its turns and has to do a strength check to get away from it.
1: Okay. As this um, you will see as this fairly tall Azamard takes a shot, the um, there's like a solid crunch rather than a squelch as it goes into this creature's eye. As red vapour travels away from the eye and the red just disappears until the eye is just completely gone. As it try as it, it's about to make a lunge just vines shoot out from this arrow and grip onto the floor but um Adam it is your turn now
0: right uh and at this point i'm still how far am i from the tall one
1: the one you're about 30 foot from
0: uh well then i would like to once again if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I will use my bonus action to use steady aim, and I will once again take another shot.
4: You'll have advantage, because he's restrained. Oh,
0: nice. Then I won't use my bonus action yet. Well, that's a 24 to hit. Bird. 20. Oh, that definitely hits. Yeah, yeah, it's a 20-something to hit. Uh, and with that... And then I did look up sneak attack. I get it with a ranged weapon anyways. I don't know what I was thinking.
1: Ah, sneak, sneak attack's are overly complicated. It's like, you must be within five feet. You must have this. You must have that. It's like... This. Just
0: give myself advantage. That's all I'm going to think every time.
1: Don't over... don't overword it. Bloody hell. They do that enough with the abilities in this game?
0: All right, uh, that is 18 points of damage this time.
2: Whew.
1: As the bullet goes into its back, it just, like, howls in pain. As it, like, tries to look in your direction, and you can hear it, like, cracking from the vines on the floor, but they don't give, as it can't turn around to see you. Uh,
0: with that, then, I would use... First of all, my cunning action, and I would like to dash towards the door where the Air Ganassi and the human aren't.
1: Okay, so you're by the door, which... Okay, so that is button more
0: And then uh, I would like to use my actual bonus action, since I didn't have to use it for steady aim, and I would like to turn towards Which, which one of the two, uh, the air Ganassi or the human, look to be the stronger of the two?
1: I'm completely sorry to say this to the human, but the Ganassi does look stronger. Well, yes, they yes they're shorter and they got less like meat on their arms, but they're um they just got that aura to them. As well as this, uh, you'd notice this as you approach. You actually, Kerry, uh, describe what's on Azriel's shoulders.
2: There's a small fluffy white creature that could best be described as looking a bit like a cross between a cat and a moth. And whilst I haven't drawn my character, I have drawn said fluffy creature. Interesting.
1: It's about the size of a pseudo dragon, looking at it.
0: First of all, have I ever seen a creature like this before?
1: You have not.
0: Amadeus marks that down, but uh, then using my bonus action, I will look towards the Air Ganassi and go, Mon ami, I think you could use some help on your next go at these dark creatures. And I will use my bonus action to give them the help action on their next attack.
1: Thank you. I'm then it's your rogue class can do rogue subclass. Uh, as you, though it is ghoul number two's turn, so as you like um, turn away to speak to Azriel, this dark little puddle comes guns traveling up as it turns back into a creature and will take a slashy from behind. Or a natural 20. First, rise, first roll of the box venture dice and it's an act. so you take 10 points of slashing damage as you feel this scratch on the bottom of your back. And okay, as you turn you around, you just see... <laughs> nice. No. As you turn around, you just see this little creature hit at you. Up this close, you do notice they produce a surprising amount of heat. Yeah, all right. All right, good to know. Lastly, it is the monster's turn. The tallest one. Uh, strength save for a natural one, so he is not escaping.
4: He's six damage. Yep. It's a three.
1: How does he die? He had one HP from the um, gunshot.
4: He like tries to like tear it out of the ground and he, because the crossbow bolt went in one eye, he, like, swings his head to try and get the momentum and slams his eye into one of the other spines. And just the light goes, and it just kind of goes...
1: You, you watch it collapse to the ground as it goes limp before it disintegrates into dust. Takes him out of the initiative. Uh, goal number three is closest to you and Edmund, so he is going to take a... Swing at Edmund for a 16 to hit, which is one. That's one more than his armor class, so that is a d6. Seven points of slashing damage. As while well, your attention was drawn to this huge one, out of nowhere, this, this tiny one just jumps and takes a swing at the pair of you. You manage to step out of the way, but it just catches Edmund across the shoulder as it lands behind you, turning around and just giving you all a hiss. But that takes us back to the top of the round, so Anya, you're up.
3: Indeed. So, who left alive, if
1: anyone? Um. Two left. You've just seen the big one basically, like, kill itself by trying to pull itself free from the vines, and the vines just finished it off. Lovely. There's- you've just seen one- you haven't seen the one all the way down the end, but you just see this um, one sneak up behind um, this Earth, earth Ganassi Is he takes a slice and catches them across the back of his claws. Nice. So you're within five feet of that one. Okay. Right. Um, Can you just make me an arcana check quickly before anything? Arcana check? real as well. Can you both make me arcana check, please? Fourteen. 15.
2: Eighteen.
1: Okay. Um, so, not... It's quite easy as it approaches within five feet to notice the sheer amount of heat coming off of this creature. But... You... Both of you feel as it approaches, just how like heavy the magical aura is on this creature. Which kind of helps you identify that it is not natural.
3: One's within five feet of me, um... I turn with my other dagger just like... across its face. You
1: can hold it and see if you hit.
3: Uh, 15. 15 hits. Okay, and that uh, 1d4 plus 2.
1: Which is 6. 6, nice. As you just, like... As you see, um... The Earth flinch, you take the opportunity to just stab it inside of the head as it, like... jumps out of the way and hisses at you. Yes. Is like this... It starts to pour out of it. It's like a quick in and out. Like you know, like a whole punch.
3: Yeah. Anything else? Um not really. Um I've no have I like had time to notice the size of uh of the Air Ganassi
1: or not? An Afganassie who's who's you got the male Earth Ganassi who's just been um, slashed, and you got the Air, Gen- Air Ganassi next to you. And
3: yeah, have I Sorry. have I taken note to see how tall they are?
1: I'd say so. How tall are your characters? So I ain't got to double check. About five eight, five
0: nine. Then you're looking up at the Earth Ganassi as they are five eleven.
3: Yeah, i about the egg, and have to, you
2: know. Alright, you don't have to be a dick about it. Azrael is 5'4 on a good day. And for good measure, Cicero is 18 inches long.
1: Aww.
4: You want his
2: measurement as well. 6'4.
4: <laughs> and I'm the oldest, apparently. Ah, <laughs> giant old man. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, Anya...
3: Um sort of like um looks slight slightly downwards and says are you okay? That's the thumbs up. Awesome. (laughs) Just like trying to like, you know, be aware of her surroundings and all that sort. She'll just be ready. She has is she held on to this my have, have a knife. Yeah, her other knife is in the uh, in the guy's head. Well, wasn't the guy's head? It's probably on the floor now.
1: Okay. Um, as you say, are you okay to the one who wasn't attacked? Asriel, it's your turn. Uh, you see, just behind um, the earth Ganassi in front of you, the small shadowy creature.
2: you know, I am almost out of spell slots Um, I don't have that many of them uh, let's see how's this sneaky boy looking the ghoul thing
1: it's hard to tell with these, as they don't seem to show any sign of sign of, like, exhaustion but when you hit the second one who looked fine. He's still disintegrated. He has got a big gash on his head which is like oozing out with like this smoky haze.
2: Uh question. Given the nature of Cicero, can he carry cantrips for me?
1: He is a familiar, so yeah. As was well they gotta they got be oh one. Um he can carry Correct me on this, Caitlin, because I know he works the same way as um, Julius. He can carry touch spells and use reaction cantrips.
2: There's a touch spell that I want to use. If it's a touch spell, he can do it for you. As the new agonasi, I apparently get shocking grasp. So from Azrael's shoulders, this little creature spreads his wings and he is a speedy thing for being so tiny and he's just kind of going to straight over to the other goal, slap the ca- slap the shocking grasp burn on its head and then use whatever movement he has left to just fly straight up
1: All Right, is it an attack roll or we'll say we prefer shocking grasp?
2: I believe it's an attack roll uh... See. I actually had it up a second here. Yeah, spell it. I'm assuming it just uses my modifiers normally.
1: <clears throat> Pardon me. it uses your modifiers for spell attacks. So
2: 16 plus 6. 20.
1: Oh, yeah. Almost doubles his AC, so roll me damage, please.
2: I mean, it, it's four points. It's four points of damage, but he can't take reactions until the start of his next turn.
1: As he just gets, like, bopped in on the head, he, like, tries to slash it, so it's a rope, and he just misses.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much all I've got at this point. I'm almost out of
1: spell sorts. Uh, between getting slashed on the back in the little, like, creature flying over your head, you turn round. Amadeus, just to see this little, like, creature get bopped on the head, as he looks up at you with anger in his eyes.
0: Is it my turn then? Yes. Uh, well, with that, uh, first question is both the Erganasi and the human within five feet of me as well, then, and su- such. Then the opponent behind me. Yes. Uh, with that then I would like to as I turn around uh, I will the you would both see the Earth Ganassi once again he has almost like polished gemstone like skin he's completely bald but as he turns his back to both of you you can see like on his gray gunmetal like gemstone skin there are like veins of blues and greens running throughout it that kind of glisten as he turns in the sun. And as Amadeus turns, he will pull his walking stick. And as he does in one swift motion, he will click this uh, small hidden button as the sheep unsheaths the rapier. And he gives a smile. Well, I think I have had enough of you today. And with that, I will go to just try and stab this small creature in front of me. Roll oh, so close. Uh, that's uh, nineteen plus five, so that's a twenty-four
1: to hit. All well, that is double his, just over double his AC, so there'll me damage and obviously sneak attack. Uh, so that'll be one D eight plus two D six.
0: So that is. 14 piercing
1: damage. Uh, how does he die? Uh,
0: as both the Ergenassi and the human behind me see Amadeus turn in one smooth motion, drawing the rapier and immediately driving it through the eye of this ghoul, just piercing it straight through and out the back of its skull before withdrawing it just as quick and resheathing it, and then turning on his heel quickly looking at the two of them. I do apologize. I am not running away, but merely getting myself out of the frame of combat immediately. And using my cunning action, I would like to then dash just back round the corner of the alley so that I can still see the entire alley back here, but I can get full cover from this building.
1: As you stab it in, go behind the alleyway, um, the Anya and, and Ezra, or you just see us stand there, as it just stares at you, before tipping back and collapsing onto the ground and turn into dust.
2: Oh Damn.
1: It is ghoul number three's turn. He is going to take. Oh, wait, no, Nathaniel. Yep. Because I know it the opposite way around last time. So, Nathaniel, it's your turn. As you turn round to not get striked by um, this ghoul, you and Edmund see, with five feet behind you, this um, ghoul just let out a scream at you. I
4: mean, that's just rude. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, firstly, I'm going to activate Radiant Soul. Which, I mean, because we've switched around how Protector Azimars work, I already have my wings, but I am now kind of glowing slightly with... Celestial energy, so you know. And then I'm just going to try and lop this thing's head off with my short sword. Because it needs to fucking stop. They
1: just want to hang out.
4: I, I just have to bend down slightly as <laughs> it's sound
1: there. They, they just
4: wanna hang out and mess around,
1: though they're they're a bit rough at their cause.
4: They bit a woman. That's why I'm here.
1: You just need to learn the table manners when they eat people.
4: Yeah, so it's a dirty twenty to hit. Nine piercing and three radiant. And
1: three radiant, did you say? As you like, as you take a swing at it, you almost like, lock its entire head off. His its head almost dangles to the side. Is just this red and black energy hazes out of it. You, as well, at this point, feel just the sheer amount of heat that comes off of this creature. This creature's pro- outside temperature is probably like 40 degrees when you're up this close.
4: Edmund, stab it.
1: It gets one. It has a turn just before Edmund, because it just beat him in the initiative. So, that's an 8, so that misses you, Is he, like, he tries to keep his head on as he takes a swing at you, but just misses. Well, misses wildly, actually. So it's Edmund's turn. Uh, with a plus 7, that's a 21 to hit. And Rapier is d8, so plus 4. So as he sees what you try to do, he makes sure he finishes the job. Is he just like pierces his rapier in and then uses the um, leverage he has to take the head off the rest of the way? Is it it's like is it? It <laughs> collapses to the ground and turns to dust. And that's style combat. The creatures defeated. The party triumphs. But what comes after this victory? Find out next time in Tales of Meridian. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and MatterTat Productions.